Welcome to the Lifestyle Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Maddock, but you can call me Brie. I am a mum, unofficial wife, pre and postnatal specialist, and women's lifestyle coach. Around here, we like to keep things simple, easy, and balanced. In 2021, I gave birth to my first child and have been on a mission to continue looking after myself and to not lose sight of what makes me, me. But most importantly, so I can keep feeling so damn good about myself and my life. And you know what? I'm here to help you to do the same because you are worth looking after yourself too. So are you ready to bring more balance into your life? Because in my world, we find your version of balance and actually get you living it. So pull up a chair and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle Breakdown Podcast. Um, I am so excited to be here today. I'm so happy for any of you who have listened to my first episode. Um, it honestly means the world to me. And yeah, like I said last week, I really just want to, this to be something where I didn't really have to think and overthink. So I'm really not trying to look at the analytics of it because I just want this to be something that I have no pressure with doing. So I hope you enjoyed that first episode. Um, so today is Tuesday. I've dropped Orson off at daycare. He did cry this morning. <laughs> the poor little love. You just want to stay there and give them a hug and make them feel better. But you also know that it's just going to make things 10 times worse if you do. Okay, so today's episode, I thought I would go into a little bit about me <laughs> because it was something that I forgot to do last week. I was like, oh yeah, first episodes. This is where you like do the introduction, tell people about yourself, you know, your vision and everything. And I'm pretty sure I didn't even cover all of my vision for <laughs> in that first episode. I basically, I went over most of it, but I also, there was a few things that I did forget to mention. Like I want to bring on other mums and other guests into this podcast as well, just to talk about um, and discuss how they also balance out their lives. Because obviously everybody is different. I am different to you. You are different to me. And everybody copes and deals with things differently. So I really wanted to, I really want to get that insight from other people because something you might not be able to relate to something with me or something that I um, have tried might not work for you. Whereas like somebody else, it can, like if you hear that, um, get an idea from somebody else or hear somebody else's experience that might then inspire you and motivate you to try that. And that then might work for you. So that is my, also my goal. But another big thing with that is I really have to overcome my fear of rejection ah, because that means I have to ask people to come on to my podcast. And I'm just like, what if they say no? But at the same time, I'm like, if they say no, that's okay. It's not about me. <laughs> so that is a big thing. And I think that's also a really great uh, thing about this podcast is me doing this podcast is it's also going to help me to overcome some of my fears and rejection is a big one for me. It has actually been showing up for me lately. Um, I don't know if I want to go into this. I'm going to go into it maybe in a separate podcast. Um, I might record it after this. But... Um, yes, so I'm very, I'm, I, I feel like this podcast is also going to help me as a person grow and evolve more by overcoming some fears of mine. So 
that is just a little bit more of an insight of where I want to take this podcast. But let's talk a little bit about me. So I am a mum, but I want to talk to you a little bit about before I became a mum. So I became a mum in 2021 in September. I found out I was pregnant in January 2021. Um, and then I became a mum in September, obviously, nine months later. But I want to talk to you about, yeah, before I was a mum, because before I was a mom, like, you know, I chose to be a mom, right? I chose to be a mom. Um, and I also choose to live the way that I live. And I also choose right now to not let motherhood stop me from looking after myself or from going after my dreams or for going, um, growing my business, um, you know, or stopping me from trying to achieve the vision that I have for the life that I want to live. So before I was a mum, I was <laughs> balls deep in my business. Um, I have been a trainer, a coach in the fitness industry for seven whole years now. Like how crazy is that? It's, December's are always a big milestone for me because that's the year that I got qualified seven years ago. Um, and I always, it wasn't really until last year that I celebrated that. I was like, wow, I've actually been in the industry for seven years. And the statistics say that um, a lot of people who become personal trainers and coaches, they don't make it past their first year. Um, so I really dug deep and made sure that I didn't become a statistic. But I have, all my life, I have been more so into fitness, health and fitness. I grew up with wonderful parents who were active. They like used to run marathons, marathons, maybe a marathon or like the 10Ks. They went to the gym. I remember going to the gym when I was younger, watching my mom and dad do workouts at the gym. And yeah, um, my mom used to play netball. My older sisters all then started getting into netball. So that was just something I used to play netball a lot. I got into representative. And then basically once I finished high school, I stopped playing netball. Um, but I have always been into the gym. I've been going to the gym since I was about 15 years old. In high school, my mom and I used to run to the gym, do our workouts, and then either walk home or, depending on the time of day, we would then get a ride home with my dad. Um, in high school, I in high school, I said to myself that I wanted to become a personal trainer, but I didn't end up pursuing that. I started doing subjects which really didn't lead it, like was, wasn't really necessary at all for your qualifications, but they actually have that as a subject now at school. So that's pretty great. Wish they had that back then. Um, but I didn't pursue it because I let a lot of people stop me. I let a lot of people get in my head. They used to be like, I couldn't imagine you telling people what to do because back then being a personal trainer, it was like, come on, drop and give me 20. Like people would think of a personal trainer yelling at somebody to get them to do reps and, and, and exercises and things like that. So people used to say to me, like, I can't imagine you being a trainer, telling somebody what to do. And I was like, oh, okay. So I let that stop me. I let that stop me. Um, from there, I didn't, I did like, I, 
I was good at school, but there was things that like I just didn't try. So like the subject I was doing for sport, it then became too hard. So I just didn't really try um, either. And maybe that was because I had people basically shut me down for what I was wanting to do with my life um, and pursue with my life. Um, and then I finished high school. I got a job. I well, actually, I got a job in high school. So I worked at Proud's Jewelers for five years. I think I was doing that. You know, I worked my way up into management. Um, and then I left that. I think I went into dental assisting. And then the person I worked for was just absolutely horrible. Like, <laughs> So I quit there. And then I was like at the point of my life and I was just like, I'm just going to like you know, just see what, where this takes me all, takes me all, just see where my life takes me. Like I, I'm going to go traveling. Like I'm just going to jump in my car. That didn't end up happening. I then met Alex in my partner in 2021. And, uh, fun fact, we celebrated, well, I celebrated, we celebrated on Australia Day, 12 years of meeting him. So we weren't technically together, but we did meet 12 years on Australia Day. So I met him um, then. And I, you know, that's been, it's been amazing. Like we've been growing so much together, but that's for another day. I then got into a, another jewelry, like I had a jewelry job pop up for me in, um, uh, Kiwana on the Sunshine Coast and I was like yeah this is going to be amazing it was like a little kiosk jewelry shop and um, it was great to start off with but then it was just it was a very super boring job a very super boring job like it was sucking the soul out of my life um, there was just I don't know I just knew that I wanted more and I had joined F45 um, might have been like a couple of years before that but I did join F45 and F45, I did F45 for three years. And I also then that was when I decided that I was going to do my certification to be a personal trainer. So I completed my personal training certification and I then asked the owner of the F45 if I could do work experience. Um, if I could just do some work experience, free work experience. I didn't need to pay me. I just wanted work experience. And I basically did work experience with them until they hired me. <laughs> so they were like, Brie, do we need to sign anything? And I was like, no, no, no. This was just basically um, for me. <laughs> this was just basically for me to get my foot in the door. So that is how I got my foot in the door to become a personal trainer. Um, and then I worked at that F45 for about five months. And then I moved on to another F45 basically because I got told that I was not good at what I did. I just showed up um, and I just did my job and I left, which like cut me real deep because that was not the case at all. And then I also got told that I could never be a good trainer or group fitness instructor or both at the same time. I, that I could never be that. And I was like, why not? Why can I not be good at doing these things? Um, and so ever since then, I have just been really, really determined, um, to continue helping it. Like I love doing it. You know, this is something that I have 
been doing or like that I wanted to do since high school and I was like no you don't get to you don't get to decide that you don't get to say that to me and stop me from trying so that has been I'm not gonna lie that has been a really really big motivator for me to not give up especially on those like first couple of years of being a trainer so I worked at F45 for a couple of years I was at my the second or F45 at Coulomb and I worked there for about more I think it was about a year and a half and basically I got to a point where I was the head trainer I was almost managing the gym like that was what the owner wanted me to then do was manage the gym but I myself couldn't stay there any longer because I could no longer um learn from anybody like people were learning off me I had nobody else to learn from and I really just wanted to start my own business I wanted to be my own boss because I had just felt like I had been it's just the same story when you work for other people right they um they have they have good intentions or you know they 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 value you but then all but you are also irreplaceable I mean you are also replaceable so um I just felt like I really got um, fucked over by a lot of people who I used to work for. So um, I really wanted to go out on my own. And I got my first job in a gym at World Gym in Maroochydore. And this was really great. Like, um, it was it was really scary. <laughs> it was so, so scary um, going out on my own. But I remember leaving F45 and he was like, they're just going to screw you over like you're just gonna have to pay all this rent and they're just gonna screw you over and I was like well that's just for me to learn basically that's what I said to myself I was like that's for me to learn that's for me to go out try this and do it and I will learn that for myself if they screw me over then that's a lesson that I'm going to learn so I went and I started my business in um the gym um, on my own. But I, I just want to add, actually, I did for a whole, I think it was one whole year while I was still working at F45, I used to do a Sunday boot camp, like a Sunday boot camp group, group session. Every Sunday for a whole year, I did this with a group, small group of people that would always show up. And I'm so thankful for them. And I loved doing that. Um, but yeah, every single Sunday morning I did that. <laughs> and then I, as soon as I started working at the gym, I stopped doing that and I focused in on that. I was able to grow my business pretty quickly, um, when I first started there because it was a new gym. So there was lots of new members. I was able to grow quickly. Um, I was there for about a year. I wanted to stay there for two years, but I let a lot of imposter syndrome get to me. I felt like I could not grow my business there because I wasn't a bodybuilder. Everybody in that gym was a bodybuilder and it wasn't the place for me. Like I just couldn't do it from there. I just felt like my clientele went there, but you know what? This was just all limiting beliefs. This was all beliefs. I look back now and I'm like, oh man, I would do this so different. Like, oh, <laughs> um, I would do this so different. I went moved on to a Fernwood gym. I was there for about six or seven months, not very long because it was a different pay system. It was like you were on the book. I don't know. It was like, a, it was a different way of doing it. Um, I didn't, I felt like, again, I was fighting for clients. Um, but then I also just came across a, a managing role at my next gym <laughs> at Snap Fitness. And I 
was the assistant manager there and then I also did PT out of there, which was really great. I really loved that. Um, then COVID-19 hit and I decided to fully go online with my business, with my, with my coaching business. I decided there and then that this was something that I really wanted to make work. Although like I had tried to, to bring everything online. I had tried to bring everything online before that once, once before, and it failed, (laughs) it failed, but that did not stop me. Okay. That did not stop me. I failed. I got back up and I kept going. That has happened so, so many, so many times. And I just learn, learn from that. So my partner, he, um, joined the ADF. So he was off doing basic training and COVID hit. And from there on, I was just like, yeah, okay, well, I want to get online. I want to make sure that, you know, I can help people. Um, and I also knew that obviously from him, my partner joining the army, that we would probably be moving around Australia quite, well, probably not around Australia. I don't know. We would be moving every like so many years. So I just decided as well, I was like, I don't want to have to rebuild my business every single time. So I want to, I want to be able to establish my business online so I can work anywhere, help more people and not have to constantly rebuilding. And so that's what I did in 2020. (laughs) In 2020, when COVID hit, everybody got access to their supers and they were buying cars. They were doing renovations on their houses. I got access to my super and I invested it into my first business coach. And wow, like it was an investment. It was really, really scary. And I, I did it. There was so much fear behind, behind like, you know, what if I didn't, but what if I, what if I didn't succeed? What if I didn't like, what if it didn't work? I went all in on this. Um, and I was able to gain my first three to five clients with that mentor in that first three months. And then I signed on for another three months, uh, privately with, with my mentor, um, Jessica Vieira. So I learned so much of being able to build my business and launch my business online. And I've really been able to, um, learn so much about, you know, how to market myself and how to help others more and how to coach better. Oh my gosh. That whole experience has helped me to be such a more, uh, a a more, um, uh, a better coach, like being able to really ask questions. So that was in 2020. And, um, I just want you guys to also know this, like being super duper open about it, that, you know, you see people, they sign up to business coaches and they have this, like, they, they boom real quickly. And then they end up having like these massive, like, you know, um, cash months, but that did not happen for me. And that's okay. I still went on and I still kept going. Um, but I was still very, very thankful and grateful that I was able to get my online clients. So I've been slowly growing my business over that time. Since then, um, once I finished up with my coach, I, um, got pregnant and I then ended up becoming a co-coach for my mentor, um, that year within her coaching container. So then helping other, um, coaches launch their online businesses as well, which was really, really fun. And I really also really enjoyed doing that too. I no longer do that with her anymore, but I do love talking business. So I've had a lot of business besties and we love just talking business and love doing that. Uh, one day, hopefully one day, um, uh, one day in the future, 
that is something that I would love to fall onto. You know, I've been in the industry for a long time now and I have a lot of wisdom and um, I love helping people with that kind of stuff. So that's, that's for future. But right now I am, I am, um, you know, doing pre and postnatal and lifestyle coaching for women and really helping them balance out their life. Okay. Between mom life, between business life and helping them to look after themselves. Like that's something like I'm a mom, I look after myself and I, want to show other moms how to do the same. But I just want to let you guys know that I, before I became a mom, I had to, or I know for sure deep in my deep, deep soul that I was meant to overcome my relationship with food. Like I was one of those people who would stick to fruit because it didn't make me bloated. I was always eating as little as possible. Not always, but I would eat as little as possible. I would feel guilty for eating certain foods. I would get that fuck it mentality. I would overeat over the weekends and then I'd go back to that um, restricting and hard training throughout the week. It was a very, very vicious cycle. Um, there was a point in 2000 and maybe 15, 2014, I was very, I was the lightest. Like I wasn't trying to lose weight, but I lost weight and I was the lightest I had been. I was quite tiny. I was quite skinny. I was overtraining, under eating. I wasn't nourishing my, my body enough. Um, and I had a lot of body image issues as well. I used to constantly just wanting to be tiny, constantly wanting to lose fat constantly constantly it was to a point where i was just like obsessive about my body um and then i did get to a point where i decided i wanted to grow my muscles and i knew that i needed to be eating more so i had mentally prepared myself for that i gained weight um i gained a lot of muscle i gained some body fat there wasn't over like it was a, a normal it's a healthy amount of body fat like i look back and i'm like you weren't even fat free but i thought i was fat because i wasn't used to that i used to be self-conscious about my stomach showing um, especially when I worked at World Gym because of all the bodybuilders in there, I used to think that I, I used to think that I just wasn't lean enough. I wasn't good enough. And that was the, that was in the phase where I was building muscle. And I don't know if any of you saw my story the other day, <laughs> I was a rig. I posted a video of me back then and I was an absolute rig. Like I had muscle, I was strong. I had body fat on me, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't overweight or anything. I just had normal amount of body fat. <laughs> so I, I am, I had to really work on overcoming this whole, um, obsession that I had with the way I looked. So I, I think it was the end of 2019 and I know where this obsession came from. Um, you know, the way that I grew up and, um, I'm going to just say that like my mom had been a very, uh, all about looks so that was something that you know she was just brought up that way as well so it just sort of like like rolled onto me as well but I don't blame her for any of that it's just like that's just how it is and I've been able to come overcome this all okay um I do sometimes get a little bit funny if I say something and my family members are going to get hurt but um at the same time I love them and they love me so um I think it should be okay um but Yes. So I used to just be really obsessive. And then when I was getting into growing my muscles, I was like, oh my gosh, like they're never good. It was never big enough. I was never, I could never, 
I never looked, I never looked good enough. It was, nothing was ever good enough. So in 2019, at the end of 2019, I joined Booty by Brett, which is, if any of you don't know, it's like his um, membership uh, programming. So it was, at that time, it was quite cheap to join. I think it was about $30. It worked out to be about like $50 a month or something. So I joined that and I learned so much. Never did I realize that joining that program, even though it was like a cookie cutter program, basically like, you know, it was um, like fresh program updated every month, but it was the same program for everybody. Even though it was like that, um, for me, I had the knowledge and the experience to be able to to. to navigate it all, adapt and, um, you know, change exercises or, you know, modify if needed. And they had the support for that as well. But, um, I'm pretty sure now that they have different levels, but, um, I didn't know that this program would really open me, open me up to, uh, performance based goals. I went from being obsessed about how I looked and I joined that program to want to grow my butt. Like I love a juicy booty, don't get me wrong, but now, um, but since then, when I just stopped focusing on what I was looking and started focusing on lifting heavy, getting strong, fueling myself, it was the strongest I, and it was the strongest I have ever been. It was the most at peace I had ever felt. And a big realization for me was that the people that I was like looking at people's asses, like, why do I not look like that? Why am I not looking like that? How come this doesn't look like that? Why don't I look like her? Something just clicked one day and I was like, that's because they're not me. That person is not me. Everybody is different. Everybody's genetics play different parts, but I'm never going to look like that person because that person's not me. The way I look, my shape, like, you know, I look the way I am because that's me. And that was a really big realization for me. So I really stopped setting body composition goals. And I believe that I really had to overcome that and get into that mind space before I fell pregnant in January. Um, because by having overcome my relationship with food, having overcome my relationship with myself, with my, with exercise, by having I've got to a really great place with my own body image and not putting all this pressure on myself to be hitting, to be looking a certain way, to hitting a certain number on the scales. It just made everything so much nicer. And to just have a body comp, like I'm not a body composition, to have more of a performance-based goal, you know, just wanting to get strong. Like now, if I was to tell you like, uh, I don't really have specific numbers I want to hit in the gym. All I know is that I just want to continue working on getting stronger and progressing. And that may look like me doing like one rep maxes. And that might look at me just being like doing some weeks, maybe a little bit lighter. But I just know that I like going to the gym now because I know that it makes me feel good. It helps keep me fit, healthy. It keeps my body looking amazing. Um... The looks are just a bonus for how I live, um, but that is what it does. And I don't go to the gym to just to focus in only on how I'm looking. I go to the gym to feel good, to make myself feel good. And I had to get to that place before I had a child. Otherwise, I feel like 100% that pregnancy would have been and this postpartum journey would have been a whole lot harder. I would have struggled immensely with my body image. 
a lot. I would have struggled a lot with um, eating, I believe. Like I would have had less self-control, even though, don't get me wrong, during pregnancy, I had my cravings. I ate them. Did I go bananas? No, I just gave myself what I needed and then that was it. Okay, and that's what I'm able to do now. So that is my story up until before I was a mom. Okay, I chose like, you know, before I was a mother, like I was a business owner, you know, I would go out, I would have fun. I would, I would be in the gym lifting, having shit, you know, I had a vision for myself and I chose, and like when I chose to become a mother, even though it was a bit of a surprise, (laughs) I still chose to be a mother. Um, you know, I also chose to, not let motherhood stop me from continuing doing the things the things that I want for myself and, and, and working towards my my dreams and working towards my business goals and working towards my life goals and working towards my my um, relationship goals. You know, I haven't I haven't let motherhood stop me from doing that. Okay. So that is the end of this episode. I hope that gave you a little bit of an insight about me. Um it's probably going to be more to this. What I love about podcasts is like, you know, if I miss something or, you know, um, if I miss something or if I didn't go deep enough, it's like, I can always do another podcast to, to add to it. So that is the damn beauty of it. All right. So what I would love for you to do for me is if you could please share my podcast to your Instagram and tag me, um, at Brie underscore Maddox. And I would love to know, you know, I would love to know where you listen to this. I would love to know what you thought about it. Um, and I would just love to know that you are there supporting me because I, I appreciate you so much. So do me a favor, share this podcast and, um, have the best damn day.